his beloved dog, Stubby. Stubby was more than a pet. He and my grandfather were truly life partners. They had faced the dangers of a war in a foreign country together, and they shared a special bond. A war zone is a treacherous environment. It's noisy and chaotic, with danger lurking at every turn. Incoming enemy fire, poison gas, and the enemy soldiers themselves. There's never a peaceful moment. Yet Stubby was able to bring a sense of calm and comfort to his soldiers, his team. His hypersensitive sense of smell allowed him to warn his soldiers of incoming gas. His acute sense of hearing allowed him to track the enemy. His warmth and loyalty allowed him to stand by his wounded comrades and provide assurance that help would arrive. Ann Bossom has captured Stubby's unique dedication and his bond, not only with my grandfather, but with all the troops in the 102nd Regiment. She has captured Stubby's noble service to our country at a time of great need, too. Through my grandfather and his dog, Stubby, I learned that being raised by dogs meant learning the meaning of unconditional love, being both trustworthy and faithful, living with dignity and without hesitation or regret, and caring for others less fortunate or in need. My grandfather returned Stubby's steadfast love and devotion in kind, and he made certain his friend always had the best care, even to his death in my grandfather's arms. My grandfather was never able to let go of the wartime memories, both good and bad, that he and Stubby had shared. His deep-seated attachment and respect for Stubby lasted a lifetime. He never raised, or was raised by, another dog again. And now, Stubby the War Dog. Introduction This much we know for sure. There was a war. There was a soldier. And there was a dog. I discovered the dog by accident in 2010 when I was researching Unraveling Freedom, my book about the American home front during World War I. The animal's story seemed so incredible that at first I didn't believe it could be true. How could one dog have been so capable, survived so many battles, gained such fame? Surely someone had made him up. But the story was true, at least large parts of it, and it grabbed hold of me in the way good stories do, with a smile coming to mind unexpectedly, and showing up with growing frequency. Doggedly, one could say. Two years later, my publisher asked me to invent three non-fiction book ideas to share at a party, two fake and one true. I trotted out Stubby as part of the mix. And that's how this book came into being, as a strategic joke at a gathering of librarians and publishers. I think Stubby would have liked that twist, or at least J. Robert Conroy would have, as the devoted keeper of Stubby and his fame. Some people might say that I'm an unlikely candidate to write a book about a dog. For one thing, 
all of my other titles have focused on the more serious sides of history. Plus, full disclosure, I haven't owned a dog in 40 years. All of the dogs from my childhood met tragic ends. Pooh, the Cocker Spaniel, hit by a car. Bennett, the Chihuahua, disappeared. Checkers, the Dalmatian, hit by the mail truck. Checkers, too, another Dalmatian, put to sleep due to illness. Truth be told, in the decades since, I'd lost interest in dogs. My heart belonged to cats, and cats alone. As I began to research the life of Stubby, I rather thought my lack of affection for dogs might add objectivity to my work. But I would be dishonest to maintain this claim. Instead, Stubby charmed me just as he had charmed me.